if post irony is about seriousness or earnestness, then SOS Pro Wrestling, which you can find on YouTube, although why would you bother, is probably post post irony or crap, if you want another word. Now, maybe that's a bit too harsh. Some people might like this. The conceit is that um, there are lots of wrestlers, disparate kind of wrestlers, and they all find themselves on a deserted island. So it's a bit reality TV, and they're all trying to get off. In the meantime, uh, not get off with each other. That would be another kind of reality TV show, wouldn't it? But they, um, in the meantime, they fight each other. They wrestle each other. A bit like Wrestle House, you know, in Impact. And I suppose the big, this is the second series now, fifth episode... And I suppose that would really tally with when that was working. Or did the did Wrestle House take for that? Does it matter? Both of those things were crap. So um, what we've got here, and I've seen episode four as well. So uh, just so you don't have to, episode five starts with a kind of talent show. Okay, you can have a talent show, and the, the winner gets to get off the island, and there's somebody controlling this. What nobody does is jump him and get all the tickets. Nobody does that. Nobody says, if you're controlling this and you have a golden ticket, he's got a golden ticket, let's beat him up and steal it. Nobody does that either. They don't go, oh, you must know a way off the island. Therefore, I will kill you unless you tell me. They, they, they do a comedy talent show. What this is like is, it's kind of, it's kind of, they're all young wrestlers and it's kind of um, impro really, but like whose line is it anyway, when they reach the sort of 16th season. It really doesn't have any kind of pep in it, and they're not very good at it. It's a bit like sort of six-form drama class. So you get people coming on and singing. You get one guy who... Um, there are three sort of doors in a, in a backdrop, and he's at one door, and then he's at the other door at the top, and then at the same time at the other door at the top. I'm not describing it very well, but that's because it's crap. And then you've got another um, wrestler called, and this is extraordinary, and um, I suppose it's high concept. He's called Jesus Junior. He has long hair and a sort of um, sort of wispy voice. Uh, he stands on a crate of um, of bottles and says, "There I am, walking on water." So you know, I mean, that's the best gag, I think, in this whole thing. So you're struggling. I mean, you know, you, you're getting kind of, you're really getting to the, to the, knock, the last knockings. I mean, you're getting to two parts of and a package of crisps territory here, aren't you? So, during this talent show situation, it, um, people start fighting each other because they say, oh, I'm not very unhappy with you. Why don't you fight me? So, first of all, we've got comedian Jack Stevens, who does a, does a little bit of comedy. It's crap. But as he said... If he thinks I'm a bad comedian, I'm an even worse wrestler versus Steve Miggs, who's some kind of he's some kind of personality. Plays drums in a rock band. He's on the radio, apparently. I don't know if he actually is. Let's just see. Hang on a minute. Let's just let's just check this out. Hang on. I, I, I'm nearly there. This is what Google is all for. Or any other um, search engine. Steve Miggs, okay. Yeah, he is. He looks like he's on the... Who is he? Uh, he's he's an Indian. Oh, he's oh, he's an Indian wrestler. He's not. Oh, is he a? Oh, I don't know. Steve. Uh, oh. Yeah, he, he looks like some kind of radio bloke. But 
You don't need to know any more than that. Anyway, they fight. They um, they sell the most basic of wrestling moves as if they've been absolutely destroyed. Um, there is a moment where Steve Miggs puts him in a sleeper and says to everybody, he's going to sleep. And comedian Jack Stevens says, I'm not even tired. That's quite nice. Um, Miggs resorts to some knuckles. Um, but in the end, Jack Stevens turns it around with an awful... It's not really a clothesline. It's more like... I suppose it's, it's, it's more like a piece of calico. It just sort of drapes that arm across him. And Miggs falls as if he has been felled. <sighs> then we've got Jesus Christ Jr. versus Brian Cook, because he doesn't like the... This Brian Cook who was appearing at the different doors, you see. And he says, what kind of sorcery is this? You fight me. So they're both high concept, aren't they? Well, Brian Cook isn't. He's just a bloke. But um, this Jesus Christ Jr. can sort of disappear. Suddenly he's, he's not there anymore. Then he reappears, you know. Um, you would expect early on he's, he's sort of, it looks like he's sort of mind melding with him to hurt him and all that. As you'd expect, all that kind of stuff. Um, he, in the end, Brian Cook wins. That Jesus Jr. should be, maybe he's turned the other cheek, it could be that. He then uh, hits a go to sleep for the pin, except that it actually doesn't connect with his face at all. And there we go. Then we've got. I don't know what this is, but it's a bit odd, really. You've got a character called Alexis Suplexi, who actually is quite good. He's got a cold Russian accent, quite like that, versus a one called Ricky Dreamboat, who has a kind of, um, has a, a, a captain of a boat shtick thing going on. Um, he mistakes her for someone else, and he's kind of doing a kind of I'm pursuing you in love thing. But it looks a bit stalkery. Not ideal. So she fights him. The good thing is that she wins, and they actually have a tough match. She has a seafaring stick, of course, and at one point, she feeds him crackers. Polly want a cracker? Yeah, it's as as bad as it sounds. And then there's a nice moment where he cranks on her leg between, um, over the ropes and says, I'll give you a peg leg, which is quite good if you're a pirate, you know, if you're a... Anyway, I'll give you a peg leg. So in the end, she wins with a sort of cross-face crank. She's pulling back on that sucker really well. And it's the best match of the programme. And we end with the guy who runs the whole thing saying, well, looks like nobody came to claim their prize. We don't even know who won, you fool. So no one's getting off the island. Do you know, it's, it's, there's loads of people involved in this, but it isn't half thrown together. I'm sure people like it, but I'm not one of them. However, I will keep watching because it has the grisly fascination of a car wreck. I know people want to get on. I know this is reality TV combined with wrestling. Two things people like. Let's put them together. Well, people like heroin and serial killers. But I don't think we should be melding them together, should we? Although, actually, that is a programme I'll probably watch. A lot more than this. Episode 6 will be coming up, I suppose. And inevitably, I'll be in it and watching it. Not in it, watching it. God, I don't want to be in it, for God's sake. These are people at the start of their careers. You need to look at your CV and see what you're in. Because this could haunt you for the rest of your bleeding days. Two out of five. And only for a couple of lines. The wrestling's got to be better than this. The music that goes with it, which is the, um, which is, you know, just underneath the action, really works. And some of the... 
some of the filming really works, but you need people with charisma, don't you? Not just those who are wandering around because they took an acting class and thought they could do it. And you, I suppose it's worked for Jeremy Renner. Ta-ta!